everybody. Welcome back to Bamcast Extra. It's episode 208. Yeah, numbers and mm-hmm. stuff. I like them. Yeah, numbers are good. It's 2021, you guys. Mm. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing's We're still. Hey, 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 shush. That was an exasperated <laughs> sigh of relief because 2020 oh, okay. is over. It's going to be all. Uh, everything's going to come up Millhouse this year. Right. And that certainly reflects in this week's movie. Uh, this we'll explain how we got here in a minute, but okay. the movie is 1999's Bats. 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 Uh, With an of course, obviously, point. I believe there's. A, is there an exclamation point or no? No. 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 Oh. No. Okay. No, this movie has class. Subtle bats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Classy bats. <laughs> so, obviously, this movie is here because it won in the poll, but the reason it was in the poll was because Harlow requested that it be there. I'm surprised. Uh, like, I was like, did I... Because I was just kind of offhandedly like, hey, at some point, you know, while we're doing this extra thing, I would like to see bats, and here's why. And, again, we'll explain in a second. And mm-hmm. he was just like, all right, I'll slot it in the poll, and it just fucking won. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> Because my reason was very bizarre, and it's a very highbrow reason. Yeah, it's not the reason anyone voted for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I, I don't know. I was just kind of shocked because I was like, oh, oh, like, all right, what did, is there more to this movie than I was thinking? But anyway, mm-hmm. um, I guess I'll explain why. Uh, yeah, yeah, explain. explain. <laughs> okay, so I, I was just doing a little digging, you know, as I, I sometimes just wander around IMDb looking at random things, and I. <laughs> started like putting together the the very bizarre filmography of John Logan, the screenwriter mm-hmm. for Bats <laughs> because man, like what a strange 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 filmography. Uh first off, he's a Banff, he, we have called him Banffcast Stone because he wrote Tornado with an exclamation point. <laughs> right. Uh which was that Bruce Campbell TV movie. Uh, I think it had him and Gabrielle from Xena, <laughs> as I recall. Uh, Maybe. That uh, that was Fox's, uh, hey, torna- or Twister's coming out soon. Right. We made one. <laughs> yeah. Check this out on FX. But, you know, yeah, he, he wrote that classic. And then uh, RKO 281, which was that, you know, Lee Schreiber, uh, Orson Welles thing with a bunch of famous yep. people in it. Um, and then wrote Bats. And, you know, it was like, you know. Well, actually, Bats was somewhere in the middle. But I mean, I was just saying, like, he was like TV movie guy. And then it was like, all right, I'm writing Bats. And mm-hmm. then went on to write, like, Gladiator. And I mean, I'm going to list his good movies first. Like, wrote Gladiator, uh, The Aviator, Last Samurai. These are things people like. Uh, mm-hmm. Hugo, which I mentioned being great. He wrote Skyfall, which is arguably one of the better Bonds, or at least, like, a top fiver, maybe. Um, yeah. And then wrote, also wrote Spectre, which is, like, probably a bottom fiver. And then <laughs> Alien wrote Covenant. Wrote Alien Covenant, so which is fucking trash. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, this is, like, the... The weirdest ass filmography. And then there's other things in there, uh, Rango and the shitty ass, probably the shittiest Star Trek, uh, Nemesis. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, but it, you know, it's just it's just bizarre. Like Sweeney Todd was stuck in there. He wrote a movie called Red, but it's not that red. <laughs> it's not not the reti- oh, it's not that red. No, it's not the retired, extremely dangerous one. It's a Wh- which red is it? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, not that. Yeah, red, the other red was capital R E D because it's an acronym. This is something right. with Alfred Molina and uh, Eddie Redmayne, your favorite weird looking dude. Ah, yeah, that guy. I have so many favorite weird looking dudes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't yeah. know. Somebody has a real problem with Eddie Redmayne. Redmayne, and maybe it wasn't you. Maybe that's Mackie, who is like, he's an Could abomination be. of nature, <laughs> like a lizard person who forgot to put on his human skin. 
That sounds more like Mackie yeah. than me. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying, I was fascinated by this this filmography because it's sure. just like, you know, it's like, here's, you know, arguably a classic for all time, th- things people remember in the long history of cinema, and then mm-hmm. the biggest steaming piles of shit right next to it. So I was just like trying to figure this out. Um yeah, anyway, it's like I, when he when he writes for a franchise, it's like, oh, yeah, oh no, yeah. <laughs> what have you done? Except you know, uh, Skyfall, which is you know, like mm-hmm. you said, arguably one, uh, one of the best, um, followed by one but, of the worst. <laughs> and then he's just like, no, wait, no, sorry, I fucked that up. Let me, yeah. <laughs> let me get another crack at it. <laughs> let me nemesis this. <laughs> so, um, yeah, bats. Uh, it's it's a it's a creature feature bat movie. Mm-hmm. It's. It's exactly when you hear the title, you, you're probably like, I wonder what that's about. And the movie, like for the first five minutes is like, huh, what's going on here? And I'm like, it's bats. <laughs> <laughs> like I bought a ticket. I'm here. It says bats on the ticket. Where are Luckily, the bats? it doesn't waste a lot of time, but yeah. there is a good like two, three minutes of just like, ooh, what was that? That just brushed by that dude. I'm oh, like, it's well, bats. <laughs> I, you know, I would say there's horny teenagers in the car, but I don't know. They seem kind of at odds with each other. They're more like, let's have a beer in the car. And then, you know, they get batted um yeah they do <laughs> but yes i mean there is that few seconds but yes like i could have seen being in the theater where you lean over and go that's bats <laughs> that's bats yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh because yeah they get batted through their car um in fact like one they bat do. is very intent on murdering them and comes through the windshield uh and then possibly defenestrates one of them out of the windshield i don't know or if that person it's was just like tell. i'm gonna get the fuck away from the bats and you know, punch through the windshield myself. And anyway, so this movie is uh, filmed stupidly and edited stupidly. Somewhat. Yes. Okay. Like it's so it... some scenes will have bat vision, mm-hmm. but oftentimes there will be weird lens effects that have nothing to do with you are now looking from the perspective of a bat. It is just either we can't fit the entire cast into the frame. So we have to use a different lens like the Shaw brothers movies do, or occasionally it will just distort. It does the alien three thing. The, yeah. The, you know, this is this, this director clearly saw Alien three. It was like, I want to be the next David Fincher. So I'm going to do all those uh, like warpy effects, Yeah, which, you know, uh, like, Look, I, I know going back to like, I don't want to have an Alien 3 argument. I just like when Alien 3 was new, it was like that shit was cool because it was like, what is going on? And that movie is yeah. all about like paranoia and claustrophobia. And, and some of those things like, you know, when you do a new weird effect, it's cool at the time. Now you mm-hmm. probably go back and look at Alien 3 and be like, oh, it's one of these because other things <laughs> tried to do this. And, you know, especially music videos, you know, yeah. and it was just like, ugh, like, OK, stop this shit. And, you know. And sure, if you'd seen David Fincher's video work by the time you saw Alien Three, like, oh, really? In a movie? Ugh. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, I don't not here to argue that, but this movie does that, and yeah. I'm just saying because like I was viewing it through like the I don't think I would have been disgusted by it in 1999. Maybe maybe starting to, but mm-hmm. it didn't bother me because I try to put myself in the shoes of like watching this when it's this or anything else. I try to watch it like it was new. Like, yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. I don't think I've ever no. said that on the podcast before, but I I always try to like, okay, I'm in a theater. It's 1972. I'm watching Shaft. You know, I've never <laughs> seen Shaft before. I don't know the theme song or anything. And I try to like uh-huh. block it all out. I'll block out all external knowledge and like view it like it's a new thing and not kind of like we were talking about. Is it possible to watch the Austin Powers movies now <laughs> with right. with years of people like ruining them <laughs> more more than they possibly did themselves? Uh yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, 
Continue. So, okay, along those lines, I will say that, um, so this movie came out in 99. Uh, I find it interesting that there are pieces of this movie where I'm like, you guys realize it's been five years. You don't really have to reference that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's an Apollo 13 reference. Sure. And I'm like, everyone on the planet has been saying, Houston, we've got a problem for five years. Yeah, you're talking about, well, that's, I mean, most of the things like that are due to the side, the one side character, because it, there's, yes. there's, there's comedy black guy. I mean, let's just face it. It's, it's a trope. He's there. And yes, you know, he is. and you're, and you're also like, okay, he's going to die. Like, just cause I've seen a movie. Sure. Um, but he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, but he, he also <laughs> is comedy black guy the whole time. And yes, he's, he's responsible for like 95% of the, like, cringeworthy asides if you will but then yes. he'll say something that's funny as shit it's weird yes. because like you know it, it's it's mostly an annoying character that was just given annoying dialogue and he has one amazing line yeah. that is just the best yeah <laughs> about 30 to 35 minutes in after there has been much bat mayhem he's <laughs> like listen i've been doing some thinking and hear me out on this <laughs> This is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, there there there's a couple of points in this movie. Like this is such a strange movie because it's 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 all over the place. Like at at you know, when you get to the point that I was like, all right, bats are going to attack people and this is going to escalate until it's a whole bunch of people. You know that's coming. Like you're like, okay, when are the bats going to get to the city, and it's, this is going to become full blown mayhem or whatever. Yeah. And when I when say city, when I say cities, it's it's you know Laredo, Texas, or whatever. It's like seven thousand people, or it's not a city; it's a town. Um, right. But yeah, this this movie from time to time wants to be Gremlins, wants to be Jurassic Park, and uh-huh. then we'll just like, nah. It's just very much one of those. Mm-hmm. It's just there were lots of bat movies in the in the seventies, especially, um, and they're this. They're just, and and I, part of me appreciates how the explanation for the bats is just so surface level bullshit. Oh yeah, because okay, so Bob Gunton is of course the evil scientist who is in charge of these bats that escaped. And his explanation for why they have been bred to just murder everything and be unstoppable is because I'm a scientist. That's what we do. (laughs) Uh And you're like, "Uh, well, I mean, obviously, that's the shortcut to the actual reason that you should have scripted for this to be happening. But okay, I guess we just left that in (laughs) just because I'm evil. How's that? (laughs) Hi, I'm Bob Evil. He he does have like his motivation by the end is just like um like it, it's weird because he never has like a Doctor Frankenstein or uh you know Doctor Moreau like it never really feels like he's gone full blown I'm God you know yeah, I've no. I've created these things like it, it's it really comes across more as like I'm suicidal like it's like halfway between like this. God complex and I'm suicidal because look mm-hmm. what I've made because yeah. you know at a certain point I mean again we're gonna skip around the plot but hey it's a 21 year old movie um 22 year old <laughs> movie at this, at this point oh, start yeah. saying oh, right. these things now uh, congratulations no more, no more easy math <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh right yeah Shit. um 
you know, at a certain point, he just is like, I no, they, they listen to me. They're here for me. Like they, I created these things, and you know, but he's also like crying and like these things are gonna murder me, and I deserve it. <laughs> so it's like it's this very unclear like breakdown he has where he just like walks out in bat territory. He's like, come at me, bats. Uh, <laughs> um, right. But yeah, I mean, the real main thing is like he's made two like alpha murder bats that they're like uh-huh. these extra large, ugly ass like. I don't remember where they said they were from. Bats that in, are... Indonesia. Okay, sure, Indonesia. Um, and they're basically the size of a flying fox. Yeah, I think that's what. Yeah, I think that's what they call them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and they, so there's like these, but they can infect. They, they you know they yes. they make several vampire esque references throughout this because that's basically what these things are. Is like they infect the other bats and turn them into murder bats too. And right. like Nosferatu's playing at the local theater, and you know there's yeah. No, I'm sorry, no. <laughs> Well, yes. I mean, you know, Laredo, Texas. Texas is not having five showings a day of fucking Nosferatu. Oh, no, you don't understand. That was like the 1979 remake version. <laughs> That's all they could have. It's just it's been playing there. That that was the last no, real. Film actually, I, I noticed it specifically when it, when Dina Meyer hides in the box office. There's a sign behind her that says 1922's Nosferatu. OK, fine. <laughs> five shows daily. And I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Let's go see some FW Murnau. <laughs> Next door in the bar during this chaos, they're rocking out to don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. And as there's chaos going on all across town, there are people just sitting in this bar like just like whatever, man, I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no way. There's no way. They're like, hey, man, let's go see that Nosferatu. <laughs> Do you like it, Earl? Nah. <laughs> so anyway, that's just the director being pretentious. Whatever. Man, I, I thought you was going to take me to see Shrek, not Max Shrek. <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> Where's the big green guy? <laughs> um, We haven't even mentioned, like, okay, so this movie stars Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh, well, actually, no, this movie stars Dina Meyer. Well, sure. Yeah. No, I'm saying because it, it stars like, Dina Meyer. Well, this is one of those movies where it's like the 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 bigger name known actor slash male, if you will, where you're like, oh, well, when's he take charge? This is if there's something I will give it credit. This movie is subversive because hmm. he's just a backseat driver to this movie, really. Yeah. Like he, he, you know, he's the he, he, you know, he's the Jack Burton. Like he's just he's yeah. there along for the ride, and occasionally he's doing, the hired muscle. He's he's occasionally doing a good thing. Like he's pretty good at shooting bats, but like he's not like <laughs> he's not driving this movie at all. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. He's pretty um, good at shooting bats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I mean, they're just they're just numerous scenes of bat encounters. There are scenes that are similar to the swarm where they just get trapped in a car and. There's actually some of my favorite bits are just sneaky bats crawling through, like <laughs> yeah, they like like Metal Gear soliding through the they, they like the their tailpipe. <laughs> yeah, they're bat puppets when they get to use them. They're they're they like yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing that made I the thing that was disappointing to me is that so at one point the bats are trying to break into the car mm-hmm. and one gets in and Dina Meyer wards it off by using the cigarette lighter to burn its face. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how is that bat not like grown to a ridiculous size? And at the end of this movie, it's just like, haha, I'm here. My face is still burned. I will get you <laughs> like you. You made one bat with a characteristic on it, mm-hmm. you know, that's sure. identifiable. Why is that bat not coming back to <laughs> Because they've est- they've established like there's this weird 
intelligence to these things because mm-hmm. they t- they tag one to throw back into the the flock to figure out where it goes, and immediately other just <laughs> warrior oh, yeah. bats come out of nowhere. Yeah, well, the two the two alpha bat. bats like immediately you know merc that bat and split them in two. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's Eric Eric the half a bat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean it's it's I mean it's a mad science creature feature movie mm-hmm. done in the late 90s um and there's really not much more to it than that it is just hey guys there's bats and the people the main characters are taking it seriously they tell the town to evacuate and the town's like nah <laughs> pretty much <laughs> and yeah. they all they all get bats <laughs> and then they're just like well we got to go figure out where the bats are and then the military shows up just to basically confess that they did it or something. They're just like, listen to me, private. Let me tell you a little yeah, secret. I, I can't remember we that one this. dude's name that shows up at the end, the character actor dude. Um, yeah. He's, he's obviously when you see him, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that okay, guy. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, yeah, there is one thing where it's like, hey, we engineered these murder bats. And because and, one guy's like, hey, we should go in at night, you know, because what I know about bats is that's like when they're awake and shit. Um, and he's like, no, we created these murder bats. We were going in now. And then like, I like that. It's just it, it, you know, like you see like one private get his privates uh, uh, decommissioned. Uh, <laughs> and then like, I love just, that dude's reaction, too, because he's like, what the bats? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, you know, but like, you know, it just kind of cuts away. Like, ah, we don't have time or money to show the right. military murder fest. So it just comes back the next day. Like, because basically the plan was what the military was supposed to do. And, and this is the crazy thing. Like, all right. Here. Here is we have known. I just want to talk about the plot, the basic overall mm-hmm. plot, and how kind of wacky it is. We have known murder bats. So, so the Jurassic Park nature of this is that like you've got a guy from the CDC who the scientist dude I guess went to, or you know they had already figured it out because they were out like murdering cattle and stuff. Right. Um, and then so like they're like, oh, we've got killer bats. We need to go get bat scientists, and that's Dina Meyer. So they enlist Dina Meyer, who just brings along her sidekick because she was out mm-hmm. exploring. She's also like, you know, spelunking in caves and talking to bats and all this stuff. <laughs> and uh, so they like bring, you know, both of them along. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, and then they meet up with Lou Diamond Phillips, who's the local sheriff. And that's basically how you get your troop of who we're going to do this. So you've got CDC guy who goes out fairly early trying to save Dina Meyer. Um, I mean, it's 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 a it's a ways in. I mean, you know, but he doesn't get to like the even midway through the second act, I don't think uh, it's, it's the end of the second act yeah. chaos where he goes out. And right. so th- the best part of him going out is that Dina Meyer has this charm around her neck that she explains is the, the Chinese symbol for bats and mm-hmm. she wears it for good luck. So this dude gets killed by bats and then she goes over and <laughs> wraps the charm around his hands. Like, here you go, dead person. Here's a reminder of the well, bats who murdered it, you. <laughs> it was also like that was the turning point because she kept saying things like or she I think she outright said it once, but she kept like hinting at I'm not going to murder bats right. because I'm I'm Batwoman, um, you know, yes, and because they are gentle, nice things. And, and so and... I'm just saying, like, when she takes the pendant off, then she goes bat murder crazy. So that's more of a symbolic of like, you know, like, you know. <laughs> Sorry, par- sure. sorry, parents in the alley, but I got to go murder. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Rip off the thing and throw it away. Sure. But wrap it around the dude so he can take it to Valhalla with him and be constantly reminded <laughs> that he was murdered bats, by bats. <laughs> bats murdered his face. I mean, if it's the Beetlejuice afterlife, that's all that was going to happen anyway. Is just he's going to walk yeah. around like how he died. So, uh, uh, <laughs> Or actually, I guess that was just the suicide room, wasn't it? 
Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was yeah. your punishment for suicide is yeah, you had to live there yeah. like how No, 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 cuz the shrunken head guy, that wasn't suicide. I yeah, no, he didn't do that. Yeah, anyway. But also this dude basically did commit suicide cuz he was safe indoors and then he was like, "I'll save you Nina Meyer <laughs> or Dina Meyer." Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's a good call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, aside, I, I, I do not enjoy Dina Meyer's hair in this. I, I much prefer <laughs> Dina Meyer's actual hair. No, I would say like it's a look. It's annoying to me to like, hey, Dina Meyer is this attractive lady, obviously, but you know what? Mm-hmm. What would make her more attractive is just give her the haircut that every fucking woman has. Like, I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying like straightened out ponytailed blonde hair, and it's like fuck you. Like, you know, the reason she's hot is like, you know, she's got crazy kinky hair, and it's different, and you know, like. Ugh. Anyway, you can't be a scientist with Dina Meyer hair. <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know, like <laughs> no one would believe that. It's whatever. <laughs> say, like no, her I, real hair I is agree. much cooler it's, than it's, like let's give her generic ass hair. It's it's dumb. You're yeah. right. Anyway, uh, what else? Uh, oh, so it's weird because this also kind of becomes a little bit of like a little Dawn of the Deadish. A little bit, because, yeah. I mean, they, they, it's weird because they're told, like, the town is going to get blown up, right. but they're like, okay, fine, we're going to hole up in the school. Well, I don't think the town was going to get... No, the, all right, so the, the big plan was, is like, because there's a CD... Before the CDC guy goes out, they have concocted this thing where they've talked to Langley, which, and right. they basically were like, hey, if we just, like, put the bats to sleep, if it was cold, you know, we're in the middle of a heat wave, so that ain't going to happen, but Langley has this, like, giant refrigeration device that is, like, it could create ice cubes in Cairo, as, one, as the comedy guy says. <laughs> uh, so, like... They're supposed to drop in this, like, you know, giant refrigeration unit thing that they can drop into the bat cave and then seal mm-hmm. the entrances because they've basically taken over this old mine, abandoned mine. And right. they're like, there's only one entrance in. We drop this thing out and turn it on full blast and, and blast the entrance. And that was what the military was supposed to be there to help with. But, yeah. of course, they were like, hut, 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 let's go die. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, like... They- they dropped it in and then died. Yeah. So the night before, they were like, "We're gonna barricade up in the school because we're gonna." I, I think it was like the next morning was when they were gonna make the assault on the Bat Cave or Bat Mine. Um, yeah. But so they they were like, "Well, we better like you know wire up and uh, fortify this place." So they, there's like a whole crazy opera montage where they're you know putting up a uh, chain link fence and electrifying it and all this stuff and you know just hanging out and doing Donald the Deadish kind of stuff where it's just like hey look we're hanging out in this place and look at it isn't it cool in the apocalypse or whatever the bat apocalypse it, it's very a team montage yeah. at one point of them putting up all the chicken fence and you know mm-hmm. just putting <laughs> jumper cables on all the fencing yep and concocting this weird like theatrical switch device that's gonna fire up each quadrant of the electrical fence yeah but you kind of get through that sequence which of course then the bats like bust in and like you know of course and this is like when you know actually no it's like after the town attack the town already got attacked and then yeah this was after after the the town town. yeah so it's it's kind of neat because it kind of gives you three distinct like battleground sets if you will in the yeah. movie because you've got the town attack then you've got the school thing and then like you've got the final act which is like you know there there becomes a ticking clock because of course military guys are like yeah that shit got <laughs> fucked up last night so we're just setting in you know uh, we're gonna napalm the whole site or whatever and Dina Meyer's like you can't do that the bats will spread everywhere this will become even worse 
So it becomes yeah. this ticking clock of like, no, listen to us. And the military is like, nah. And so <laughs> they're well, like, there's well, been we- a real good computer simulation earlier yeah. of bat spread across North America <laughs> of just like, yeah. man, six months from now, there's nothing but bats. <laughs> they will have eaten everything. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they're like, well, we have an hour and five minutes or whatever to get into the cave, turn on the refrigeration unit, and get the fuck out before they blow this place up. So you kind of have this like third battleground set in this cave, you know, or mine mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they do it. They 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 turn on the refrigeration device and have to go running away to like a, a three stage explosion that everyone would be dead in. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're like ten feet. They've they dove 10 feet from the cave and then set off a nuke basically <laughs> basically yes yeah um uh yeah they... <laughs> and and you know i don't know it feels like the dude just has one plunger mm-hmm. and he just keeps doing it <laughs> he's he's got to set off like six different explosions and he just keeps priming it basically <laughs> just like all right here we go here's another one bam <laughs> yeah it's like I don't think that's how those work. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, they 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 blow them all up and the refrigeration thing on. I I do appreciate that this movie does a a swerve to a swerve. Yeah. It's like you, yeah. you you think it's like about to do the sequel setup of this yeah. one bat is like crawling out of the ground. One of the one of the alpha bats is crawling out of the ground and then their jeep tire just <laughs> just squishes it and keeps on driving. It's like no, nah, no, yeah. fuck. there's no fucking sequel to bats. Get the fuck out of here. There is, but <laughs> there is. <laughs> There is. Wait, there's a. They made a bats too. Yeah, I think it's called Blood Harvest. It. Don't worry, it's like Bulgarian. There's nobody in it. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, yeah, there's there's absolutely a bats too, <laughs> which is funny because they kept uh, the stars of this film under contract for five years, just in case they wanted to make a bats too, and then six years is how long they waited to make bats too, so they had they couldn't get them back. It was probably a dual sided. It was probably a dual edged contract. They probably were like, "We want to make a bats too cheap, and we can't right. afford Dina Meyer and Lou Diamond Phillips, and they're contractually obligated to make being bats too. But if we wait six years, then we can that, make a yeah. cheap ass bats too." I mean, they were probably like bats. They probably were hoping it was going to make a few more dollars, and it didn't. And I'm saying, yeah, I mean, it actually made a profit. Uh, from yeah. what I understand, this this movie like. Start of production to theaters took five months, which is some sort of record for, mm. at the time. Like it was the fastest shot on 35 millimeter film start of production to theatrical print. And that's insane to me because yeah. um, I've seen movies that have taken years that that don't have as much crazy stunt ass stuff that's going on like this movie does. Uh, but you can also tell like they were just like, oh, my God, go, go, go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but um, like I said, it was probably a, you know two-sided contract thing it's what yeah. was it uh what we were ju- we just watched a movie or something i was reading about where there was a character and it was like technically speaking there was some old ass actor that was still had first right of refusal to that character you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. it was like it was like somebody, you know, like it was like a hotshot, like action dude. And it was like they had to get this like 70 year old dude's permission to like, is it OK if we cast Tom Cruise or somebody? Because it was Are like you talking about Die Hard because it was Frank I mean, Sinatra. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was. It was absolutely Die Hard. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because yeah, they had, they they were un- they were legally obligated right. to ask Frank Frank Sinatra to star in it because he held the rights to the book or whatever. Right. Yeah. Or uh, he had made yeah. some version of the yes. book, like TV movie or something like yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, uh, "Do you want to be in this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I like I I've watched so many weird film like documentary type things mm-hmm. lately that I need to calm down because like my brain is getting totally scrambled as to what fact goes with what movie. <laughs> so that's okay. Well, we I, I watched, you know, yeah, we watched several like, you know, series specific documentaries and things. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the little bite-sized documentaries and those like movies that made us and shit, you know, it's like all these little factoids are bouncing around in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Like bats. In like, a cave. like bats. In a cave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> These are the days of our lives. <laughs> yeah. I, I do I do like how the bats will have moments where they will just be fucking around and trying to eat their way through a car and then just hear something and be like, oh, wait. <laughs> and they all just stop and look the other direction. And they, they have glowing yellow eyes for some reason. <laughs> so you can tell like, oh, shit, <laughs> they're looking at me. <laughs> yeah, th- that's it felt it kept feeling like there was going to be a third or late second act reveal that never came yeah. because it seemed like there was somebody who truly was like the bat wizard, you know, because like it, it, it seemed like every time they attacked, it was like somebody was like, Woo-hoo! and they like, you know, called off the attack. And I was waiting for who the fuck that was, like who had the bat Yeah, there whistle. were a couple of times where it was, it seemed like, why did they just get spared? What happened? Mm-hmm. The bats just decided to fuck off. Why? Because yeah, I mean, the second, like the CDC dude, like takes the bat for Dina Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> Now up, the CDC dude have the plate uh-huh. to take yep. the bat for Dina Meyer. <laughs> uh, like the the second, like first, it's like the Alpha Bats come in and murder him, and then like, hey, uh, you know, Beta Bats come finish him off, yeah. and uh, and so like they eat him, and then like Dina Meyer's like you know six feet away, like oh god, I'm yeah. not dead, and then they're just like, all right, back Smile to you later, yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah, like they just all yeah. write off and okay. Well, why didn't he eat her too? Quick production, bad yeah. writing from Mr. John Logan. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, rate bats. Rate bats. We rate bats. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Eleven out of ten. Would bat again. Yes. <laughs> uh, would not pet. <laughs> yeah, probably wouldn't. No. Uh, let's see what, you know, I probably should have come up with a rating. I, like, all right, I'm going to settle <laughs> on two jocks. Like I, okay. I think, jo- I think bats is solid at what it's setting out to do. And I actually applaud some things and I, part of me wants to go higher, but I can't because this isn't, I can't lie to myself. This is, as you said, it's not a, it's well made if it was like trying to set some sort of production speed record, but it's not. <laughs> well made enough that it's like I could like give it any more credit right uh, like I said I, I appreciate that it's you know stealing from some of the right movies uh, like I said there's even kind of like a mummy vibe to this at times a I, bit. I, I mean but I think the mummy was at the same year or somewhere around there right Um, it would have been after this yeah I can't remember it's all bizarre in my head but anyway it just like like i said the the the, the co-hero status of this movie feels refreshing because or even so like i said i mean it's really it's dina meyer's show and everyone else is along for the ride but yeah yeah like i said uh, that, the mummy came out right around the time this movie started filming okay 
So yeah. maybe they were like, hey, do that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just like I said, there, there's something refreshing about it in this time period. I mean, I seem to remember Phantoms kind of having a similar vibe, but then at the end of the day, it was just like, nah, it's been off like he's the fucking hero of this movie. It was like, I felt like movies for a while were like, hey, you know, like maybe let's not damsel all the ladies in the movies. Uh, they can do stuff too. And, mm-hmm. you know, but a lot of times movies would end up falling back on, nah. <laughs> it's like eventually they still need rescuing. And right. like I said, I this is for the time period is still refreshing that it's like, no, she's the scientist. She's the one who's smart here and maybe she sucks yeah, at shooting cause... a gun because the first I, I was laughing because oh, wow, like, yeah. like before she takes the <laughs> before she takes the medallion off I was like oh she vowed not to kill a bat and she's still not gonna because she sucks with a gun <laughs> but, but yeah I mean but you know by the end she's definitely murdering bats that's for sure she straight yeah. up squishes one with her foot I believe but yeah I think you're right yeah and then she blows them all up in a cave <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give it a jocks. I, I feel like I got about halfway through this and was like, okay, you're kind of hitting me over the head with your terrible film style. Uh, I don't quite, I, I really do not like this lens thing that you're doing and just the constant, whenever the bats attack, you have to cover it with a whole bunch of dumb editing with occasionally just a bat puppet, like crawling around somewhere doing something where you're just like, What's that sneaky bet doing? <laughs> yeah, I, I do appreciate that, like, for whatever reason, that, like, crawling up somebody is as viable a bad attack as it is as flying, you know, head along at them. Because they, they yes. love to do that. They That's that's what I call the Razor Lost Ark tarantula effect, you know, <laughs> right. where it's yeah. like, hey, you know, we've got a semi-animatronic puppet. We're going to stick to your back and have it sneaky crawl up you, and you're not going to notice for some reason. Even though, yeah. like, these bats should weigh at least a pound, I mean, yes. I mean, you at should least. you should feel a th- something that heavy crawling up your clothes. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I I appreciate the the kind of explosiony stunt spectacular things they try to pull off. Um, it's just it's just so weird that in four to five years from the point this movie came out, nothing like this would get made anymore in terms of like every creature feature would just become a sci-fi movie. Right. Um, yeah. I, I kind of want to say like eight legged freaks was the last one of these theatrical kind of, it's a bug thing. It's a, it's a, Ooh, it's a swarm of things coming to get you. It's like, then like after, you know, it's, it's like the, the scarabs and the mummy and everything It's just like side plots in other movies. Right. It's not just like, Oh no, the bees, you know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, when when was uh like I'm trying to think like Anaconda that was early 90s, right? It was 97. Oh, okay. But like 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 Placid I, same time period, right? I mean 99 yeah. Lake Placid, yeah. So it was it, this was kind of the tail end of just like hey these movies that were, you know, like Roger Corman movies and and other like Bird Eye Gordon stuff in the late 70s just can't do them anymore, nobody cares. So yeah, push I mean, all that stuff I mean to, there was Slither I mean, that's not really a creature thing. I mean, it is and it isn't. That's just a monster movie. That's a yeah. that's a weird, explodey. <laughs> yeah, I thing. mean, but I'm just saying it plays out like a. It does like arachnophobia or any of these other like sure. you know, monster attack movie type things. Yeah, I just mean from the from the standpoint of mutated like actual thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. Oh no, the the, the oh no, fire. And, and ants. There's a. 
there's a giant <laughs> razorback in the outback trying to murder us, you know, that kind of thing. It's just, they just, that's done. We just don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's fine. You can watch it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's streaming on prime. It doesn't look great. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's smeary. Well, it's, I, it's hard to tell if it was the transfer. I, I'm sure it was just like this in the movie, but there are there are several points. I think you were saying where it's like clearly they changed the lens, and so you have this like extreme anamorphic look to certain shots, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, what? Like, why yeah. is that truck stretched out, and why is this, <laughs> like the formatting off on this? And it's I'm pretty sure it's just somebody trying to Tony Scott or David Fincher up their production. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's weird, and it's dumb. Yeah, but whatever. Actually, I guess Oliver Stone's kind of the king of changing film stocks and formats and aspect ratios and stuff. Yeah, I I hate that one of my favorite movies is where he started doing that shit. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it works. For, I, it works for JFK. It I does mean, work for JFK. Yeah. I think after that is just like, dude, stop. I mean, well, you don't like Natural Born Killers, do you? No, no. I like the first. I like a half of Natural Born Killers. Mm. Um, See, I think I think Natural Born Killers is great, but yeah, okay. um, but yeah. I mean, it, for me, it works for that too, just because of the like, you know, desensitiz- desensitization of violence through the media aspect of mm-hmm. it. That the fact that it's like a weird multimedia trippy thing works for me right. because it's like that's how the killers are seeing the world in this like, you know, ever changing film stock way or stuff right <laughs> anyway whatever yeah no, i get it i just i constantly throughout natural born killers i just wanted it i was just like hey calm down <laughs> sure sure <laughs> just calm oh it's down. an ass- don't get me wrong it is an assault on the senses but i think that's yeah. what's interesting about it so because then i feel like u-turn did that also and i'm just like okay oh, yeah, stop this <laughs> no reason for that i like u-turn a lot but it's yeah it, it should have been more of a traditionally shot movie so, anyway, there's some little bonus uh, Oliver Stone content. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> hey, you can't talk about bats without talking about Oliver Stone. <laughs> right. Oh, it's because of that one bat that got burned with a cigarette lighter. He had mm-hmm. a scar on his face. And Boom. that was written by Oliver Stone. <laughs> there you go. You did it. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Sure. I'm here for that. <laughs> Uh, if you like uh, awkward segues, you can go to patreon.com slash bmfcast. <laughs> uh, once there, you can give us money and we will give you podcasts. Mm-hmm. There's an awkward segue. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's where you get BAMFCast extra early, um, as in when we produce it. Uh, if you're listening to this episode on the main feed, God knows when <laughs> that uh, the episode you're listening to was first aired uh, in relation to when it got posted. Um, yeah, but, sorry uh, for all the references about it being a new year and all that stuff. You're like, what? I don't what? <laughs> I, I don't remember that happening. <laughs> when was it a new year, <laughs> honey? Get in here. <laughs> when did the calendar change? Um, so yeah. Anyway, thank you guys donating, listening, all the things. We appreciate you. Uh, we'll be back soon with more podcasts. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. That's our guarantee to you. <laughs> That's right. Some point in the future, there will be another podcast. Uh, and until that day comes, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra Out. <laughs>